Welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. talking to you uh, today about, you know, how to, how to sell, how, how, how to sell to anyone without being too slick or sleazy. And if you really pay attention to this series, it's going to unlock not only um, more conversions in your business, but it's also going to unlock probably your highest potential where you'll be able to relax a little bit and be who you are and know that that's good enough to connect and have conversations to convert. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today is learning how to connect and have conversations. And we discussed on this last episode on, you know, describing what they say the best salespeople uh, in the world. And it's everyone can be that person and you don't have to be someone else. I'm going to share with you some specific strategies you're going to use to have conversations and you can practice to get paid. And then you're going to love sales too, because if you say, Hey, I love living life at my highest and best use. I love having more than enough. I love pursuing financial freedom, you got to say you love sales because how else are you going to earn that money? A job? No, it's nothing wrong with the job, but even if you're a great salesperson at your job, they're going to cap your income. It's nothing negative. It's the truth. They have to cap your income because there's only a certain amount of money allocated to pay you. But if you want an income with no cap, And after you know sales, you're going to have money, then you invest, you're going to be unstoppable. So our scripture today is going to still be in Luke chapter 22, verse 25 through 26, because I want you to get this. And I want you to hop in the queue because I'm going to allow you to ask some questions. I want you to ask questions about what I'm sharing with you today because I want you to get this. And so if you hear the questions in your own voice and we can have a conversation um, we're going to connect and I'm going to convert you into becoming a better salesperson. But let's first go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made and we're glad we trace we're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful. We are so grateful that, you know, some things that your, your kingdom builders are afraid of are things that you even sent disciples out to do. See, Lord, there's no way that we can grow and be fruitful and multiply unless there is an exchange of money. We have to have the money exchanging into our hands so we can build your kingdom. But it does not have to be through deception. We know that. We know that you don't stand for that. We know that it's going to be through true connections, conversations, 
We're asking your Holy Spirit that you will show up here mighty like never before in this area because it's the area that your people are afraid of. Help them reduce the fear, increase the intimacy with themselves, but first through you so they won't be intimidated by earning more money. We honor you and we bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, so let's go to Luke, and then I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this. The Holy Spirit says, share this with you. Uh, I'm like, where did it come from? And then he answers, thank you. So Luke 22, chapter, chapter 22, verses 25 through 26 says, Jesus said to them, the kings of the Gentiles lordeth over them. And those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. For you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest amongst you should be like the youngest and the one who rules like the one who serves. Now, let's pay attention for a moment. This is Jesus who said this to them, right? So at the end of the day, remember Jesus, the one who John says, hey, he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Now, remember, remember in the beginning in Genesis, God told us that that's what we're supposed to be is to be fruitful and to multiply. Now, how would God tell us this? And then Jesus say that, and then God does not mean for us to have money. And we know that money comes from an exchange of value. People come up off that paper when it's something that's going to help them profit or prosper. So that means that you have to offer something that makes a person feel like they're the one that's the benefactor, not you. Now, On the flip side, Jesus expressed and said, this is how the kings do it. They want to lord over. This is how the people of the kings of the Gentiles do it. They want to lord over people. They want to be the one up. They want to act like they're God. They want to act like they're bigger than you and all this type of stuff. He said, you're not supposed to be like that. Now, if if I were to take anybody advice, would it be God or would it be God? This was some straight coaching right here that Jesus was doing and telling them, no, you don't, you don't roll that way. That's not the way I'm telling you now. I'm doing what my father told me to do, and I'm telling you how to do it, and that ain't the way you're supposed to do it. Now, you don't position yourself like you big than anybody. You want to connect. Can you connect with someone if you're the bigger person, or you wouldn't, no, 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 it doesn't even matter. Have you ever seen where, like, someone is talking to a kid, and and that's the person that connects with the kid, and they might get on their knees and get eye-to-eye level with the kid, like they get right there with them? So, I don't want you to ever forget that adults are only little kids in big bodies. 
They're carrying their emotions from their experiences until they're able to their mind and replace those. Most of them have not. Even the, even the wealthiest of people, most of them are not. And so now on the inside of them, even though they have these separations of us, whether we are analytic, amiable, expressive, or assertive, or whether you want to say, you know, if it's an analytical person, maybe you want to say that this person is, you know, um, compliant. If you're talking DISC, if you're saying amiable, they're steady, you know, um, if they're expressive, they're highly influential, or if they're assertive, they're a driver. Now, you know, you've seen those kids that are like, you know, people will say, okay, if they're analytic, most likely they're wearing glasses and they need to know specifically, and they ask a lot of questions uh, because they're processors, right? So who are you? Remember, I told you the, the homework was to identify who are you? Do, do everything you hear, you got to process it. You got to go and research it. Do you have to have the proof of it and all this stuff? So who are you? Because now, based off of who you are, is going to determine how you present what you have. So, so it's not that you can't convert. It's that you haven't connected to the person you're talking to. So before you go and sizing the other person up, you need to know who you are because you need to know that if you're a big question asker, analytic, and you're talking to a amiable person who's a big question asker too, but you're question asking and you really are kind of like have no feeling, you're just straight to the point, but you're talking to someone amiable who they it, it's extremely important for them to connect with you and hear what your view is on the world. And you're just like, I'm speaking about this topic and they want to know about, well, how does this help other people? And you're not talking about that. You're just saying, here are the facts, 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 facts. And now they're asking questions. How do you help other people? Well, well, well what else is in it for, you know, the, the little person and whatever. And you're like the little person is you decide where you are. If you don't know who you are, you don't know how to connect to others because you're not going to include what benefits them. So now when you start talking about, all right, now you're an analytic person and you're the dry eye commercial. I'm going to go through all of them. You're a dry eye commercial and, you know, it's nothing wrong with dry eye commercials because have you ever bought the dry eye stuff? Yes. Right? Have you ever bought it? Absolutely. So it still sells. So don't make anyone think that because of who your personality is, now you want to try to be expressive because you're talking to an expressive person. You're talking to an expressive person and you're asking a bunch of questions and they just talk straight. Like, okay, so where's the fun? Where, where, what, what are we about to do? Like, what, what else? Who, who else is a part of your organization and, 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 you know, whatever? And they're like bubbly or whatever and you're just straight up dry. And you don't even acknowledge that they're a ball of energy because they need a lot of acknowledgement. They need a lot of, they're big on significance, right? Those, those people who are speaking in sentences, they ain't asking a lot of questions and you asking a lot of questions. And they're like, okay, well, tell me, tell me, tell me. They want to be excited. They want to be, you know, you, they want you to rock their house. And I'm talking about not after the conversation. I'm going to tell you how you 
translate this even into your posts and social media, and they're talking about this stuff, and they're like, shoot, you are a drag to talk to. Not only do you talk slower than me, you're asking a lot of slow questions, and I need you to get to the point and tell us what's about to happen. Where's the money? Where's the fun? Where's the trip? You're not even talking anything about that. You're talking about the statistics only. I mean, if you're telling them how many percentage of the people end up going on a vacation, now you might be talking about something. And they didn't hear anything about your percentages. They want to know about the vacation and when. But if you don't know who you are, you don't know what you're going to leave out. This is going to help some people because you can't only attract only who you are. Your ideal client is not identical to you. It's not identical to you because you need balance. And so you have to identify, like, how do you position your expressive self in an analytical way? Because there are expressive people who still are analytical, because I'm one of them. So there's still expressive people. I'm a mixture. You probably would hear, and I, I want you to be able to know this. And then now you're analytic, but then you're talking to the assertive person that's speaking sentences, and they, they want to know the facts, but they need to know the facts about what they need to know about, not the facts that's important to you. So you'll have the analytic and the assertive people always, like, that's probably like oil and water kind of, because they're like, come on. But guess what? The assertive person needs the analytic person on their team. They need someone who is going through the research and knowing all of the research and the data so that they can make money. So if you're that amiable person and you're the soft-spoken person and you're talking to the analytical person and they're asking questions, you might get intimidated. So you're amiable, you need to be prepared for everybody, right? That's why I know everyone can be a great salesperson. Everyone needs to be prepared. The animal person, you need to be prepared. If you're talking to the analytical person, tell them they're smarter than you. Wow, you have so much great. You are so great. Like analytical and assertive, go in and tell them how great they are. Tell them how smart they are. And the analytical person, you'll be like, wow, you let them know why they're needed. Because they think that people need all that information. You let them know why they're needed. You're that expressive person, that's the one, that's the wildfire. And they're very great salespeople because they're chameleons a lot of times. Whatever environment they're in, that's what they want to turn up in. So that's why they're great salespeople because a lot of times they're speaking in sentences, but if they're around the analytical people, they're the ones that's acting like they're timid, but they're really not. And then they are the ones who, when they're around other people, you watch them and they while they're now cussing all this kind of stuff and then they will, they can switch out. If they're around the uh, money people, they love the money people. They love the money people. Those are the ones that know everything about the gospel problems, whatever. But then what you got to understand, if you are analytic, you better let them know what's in it for them because the expressive and assertive people are always into what's in it for them the amiable people, what's in it for us? The analytical people, can you prove that they're going to get what you said? Now, this is the thing. Who are you so you know who you're talking to? Who are you? 
Because if you don't know who you are, you cannot connect with the other person. Because if you don't know who you are, you don't know what's in the front of your mind. So what's coming out of your mouth is based off of your experiences and your personality. So you're not connecting. So you'll find a person who's great and you pay attention to their traits. Like, I know my stuff, right? But then I'm a heart-centered person, but I'm expressive. I'm not afraid to talk, but I'm assertive as well. And guess what? Most people think that I'm assertive because I'm bossy, but I'm assertive because I have a mission. So I'm very amiable, but I'm influential because I love people. But fun is never going to come before the priorities for me. So it just depends on who you are. So I know, and I'll listen, and then I'll identify, well, who is my ideal person that I like to talk to? If you understand you, you understand what you put out. Just like, for instance, if I have on my suit, I'm just going to give you some examples. Go look at my Instagram. And if you're not following, of course, you should be. But if you if you go look at my Instagram, and you might see, all right, I'm – I might be smiling and looking bossy, but I might say something sassy on my, I might say something sassy on my caption, but that's really how I talk. So what you see is really who I am. But then now you might see me, now I got to have some people, I don't know who can video, I got to get somebody to videotape. We, be, we are so like engulfed in these games with Caden, with like we be clowning on the, on the sideline. And someone needs to see me. But if you hear the videos, you're going to hear me. I'm probably the loudest mouth on the court, on the sideline. But that's the environment where that's where I let my hair down. I'm like so expressive when it comes to like sports and especially like basketball. I'm like so expressive. And I'm boosting up my son, who's kind of amiable, but he's assertive. He's like, they call him the silent assassin is what they call him on the team. They're like, Caden will come from out of nowhere. And, and so, and start hitting them threes like it's nothing and just move to the other side of the court, right? So you know who he is. But let me explain something to you. They see that that's important to me. Anyone who sports is important, they have some assertiveness because they, they are going to be probably expressive too. They're competitive. So whenever the environment begins to not be kind of like that, where there's nothing to go move toward, goals and things like that, it starts feeling like, ah, this ain't, this ain't good for me. But what I need you to understand is something very important. Having a connection with someone is to first know where you disconnect. They think it's to know only what connects with the person. You need to know where you disconnect because you have to now be intentional about connection. Until you get enough money, then you say, I don't have to connect. I connect with who I want to. You'll find that a lot of super successful people are introverts. They're good and expressive, but in their private time, a lot of them are like introverts because they're thinkers, they're visionaries, they're processors. So a lot of them are introverts. I am. Like, I am a loner at home. Like, I love to be 
like in peace and quiet outside of when I do this stuff. And if I'm if it's some noise, it better be noise for a reason. That's why certain music it just drives me crazy because it's noise for no reason. Like it gotta be for a reason. But that's me. Who are you? So I know that me connecting with people, I'm not going to connect with the person making them feel like I'm at the club. That's not my connection. But if you want that that is at the club, you better know that when you start looking at some assertive folks and some analytical folks or whatever, they or even amiable, you might, they might like, well, what are you really about? They might watch you, but they don't want to do business with you for a long time unless you know that you got to round yourself out, become more rounded. This is the biggest difference of when a person is saying the same script and why some people will get people to come on in and some people know, because what? It's not the questions you're asking from the script. It's your responses to the questions from what your prospect says to you. It's your response. So if they're asking a lot of questions, you already know they're either analytical or am, or amiable. The assertive people express expecting you to know your stuff and tell them what it is. So when you seem like you're leaving things out and you're not touching hot buttons, you're not going to close those assertive people. And you need those people in your team. Some people like, I can't manage them because they're off the charts. Because they don't need to be managed. They just need the direction and let them roll. Give them the direction and let them roll. And just let them know the door open if you have any questions. The expressive people, they speak in a lot of sentences, but they're a lot of times all over the place. So you need to give them direction too. Now pay attention. These are the people that speak in sentences. So they're always directing, but they need direction. But they may not know they need direction. So they'll turn around and say a person that's amiable can't train them, can't, can't lead them. Because you're not giving them direction. You asking them questions and they saying you should be telling me answers. I think some people are going to need to go back and listen to this. Based off of how you communicate is either turning people on or off. Always. Know that. And I would not suggest the person that's assertive to only have assertive people on their team because they're going to mess up. It's a bunch of folks talking in sentences and nobody asking questions. So it's a bunch of people that's probably going a direction with the wrong, going in the wrong direction because nobody asked a question like, are we on track? <laughs> a bunch of expressive people is a bunch of people talking and sometimes they may be totally off topic and they get off topic and they get distracted. So there's no one to put them back on track and give them direction. The amiable person is like, okay, you got to speak up. Speak up for yourself. Come on. Let's, you know, the assertive and expressive people help them loosen up a little bit and say, yeah, it's okay to be about the world, but you got to also take care of you. And the analytical person is like, okay, deep down inside, you are still a little kid. You might have been the kid that didn't play on the playground with others or whatever, but we want to teach you how to play. And then when we have questions, we come into you. Because we need you. I need you to come in the queue and ask me any question that you might have about this. Because 
I believe that many people just never understood this. And then they all understand, like, even the tonality of these different personalities, they're not, they're just people. Man, they're just people and you're just a person. God made us different on purpose so that we wouldn't even be able to get ahead without each other. Has anyone ever thought about that before? Like, he made sure that he didn't give everybody everything. But those who are closest to him will begin to understand and acknowledge and appreciate the things in everybody. And when people know, it's a common denominator here, and they appreciate it, they'll listen to what you got to say. When people aren't appreciated, they out. And that no matter that doesn't matter what the personality is. Some of them might just tolerate it longer than others, but eventually and intentionally, where there's no connection, the conversion stop as well. If you have any questions, I'd love for you to go in the Power Moves Tribe. We're rolling into our 11th episode. We're going to have a huge announcement because there's going to be a shift in Power Start Your Day. Huge announcement. And so you don't want to miss it. We're going to start putting it out there where you can, you know, um, make sure you're sharing it, get people on. Uh, We're going to be giving some gifts and giveaways as well. But at 1,100 episodes, I'm seeing God taking me in a particular direction. Yesterday was one of those turning point days, and it's always the month of March. As a matter of fact, the month of March has been for a long time turning points in my life. And that's at the time of this here. And the month of March is the month that I drove myself to the hospital and to deliver Savon, but it's also the same month, one year before that I buried my twins, that I actually, you know, delivered and didn't take those twins home. And when you think about that, God showed me death and then life in the same month. So it's always something that has to change. That might just be for me. You know, once you start connecting with him in a deep, deep way, you know how he handles you and what he does with you. And I can see it. I can see what he's doing. But I don't know everything he's doing, but I'm just going to be obedient. And so you don't want people to miss the 1100th episode. I don't want you to miss out on this here because I think that this is probably one of the biggest gifts out of all of the shows I'm giving you is for you to understand that you do have value no matter what your, what they say your personality type is. And you can add value if you know what value to add. So on your social media feeds, go back and look at your social media feeds and see what are you offering? Because even when you now start to share the testimonies of others and your story and all that, I want you to know something that you can only attract who you are unless you're intentionally trying to attract folks. Now, if you feel like some of these folks is a little too much for you, you've got to identify with yourself, do I really want to be successful? God made them, God made me. He said he has no respect of person. So it has to be that we fit together like a puzzle. Now, the avatar goes a little bit deeper 
in the idea of saying your specific ideal person, like where do they hang out, how much money do they earn, you know, are they a woman, man, what's the ages, all of that, but they should all still include all four of these, or you're going to have an environment that may not be conducive for long term, because people need variety. That's one of our basic human needs. So if you understand the variety that's needed, you'll become better and build a bigger business. I love you. God bless you. Oh, by the way, you can use this for your family members too. (laughs) 